Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. WRKS Pickens Jackson. All systems go. Live from the Whiskey 61 Lounge inside the Bank Plus Studio. This is our morning. Live in the studio. It's the Out of Bounds Show with Low Bounds. Streaming live worldwide on the Out of Bounds radio app. And on your radio at ESPN 105.9. The Zone. And good morning. Welcome in to the Out of Bounds Show. Feels like a while since I've been in studio, and yet it hasn't been that long. It's always weird starting off a Monday outside the uh, the Bank Plus studio. Good morning. Welcome in. Good to be back. Great road trip to Birmingham in Birmingham. Unbelievable time and meal. Ah, that was fun. And I didn't get rained on. I didn't have to go through a bunch of, you know, it was sunshine there and back, which was really, really nice. Man, that drive's boring from Birmingham to Jackson. Like I told y'all, I don't, I'm hoping not to have to ever drive to Atlanta again. You know, you do that when you're a teenager, college, and just out of college. I mean, I made that trip many, many times. So many sporting events and stuff. And, um... I, I, I'm hoping not to have to do it anymore. So Birmingham's fine. I can make it there. That's uh, that's a couple of phone calls and two podcasts. Boom. I actually listened to a liberal podcast and a conservative podcast just out of curiosity on the way home yesterday. Oh, so you were entertained. Yeah. It was, it was, <laughs> I mean, I was chuckling through, you know, just kind of, kind of laughing through both of them. It was, it was intriguing. I decided not to go sports. I did do a little sports, but but I said, you know, let's do something different. And uh, but yeah, that drive is uh, super boring. Um, but you know, now that you can go eighty legally, you can get home fast. You know, yeah. when you're solo, you only have to stop once. Boom, cruising on in. So, um, yeah, I broke it up on over going on the way over there. I. Uh, I stayed in Starville on Saturday night. So 
Uh, that's nothing to it. I mean, you're in Tuscaloosa before you even get through your cup of coffee. Yeah, I had to head out early because yeah. Kevin wanted me there early because the VIP started before the regular event. Um, and you know what's funny about I've found that I do this. I don't know why. I guess I guess a lot of us do, whether you're going to the beach or, you know, kind of just three-hour to six-hour trips around. When you drive on Sunday morning, nobody's on the road. They're Isn't either nice? taking it easy or they're at church. It's so nice. <laughs> what, I mean, here's to the Bible Belt. <laughs> what, what, what was that? Was it just three hours? Uh, I mean, three-hour trip to Birmingham, like straight back? I know you split it up on the way. Uh, I is think it, I got home in in less than three hours, actually. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah. I thought. I mean, I was I, like I said, it's seventy mile per, per hour speed limit. You can go seventy nine eighty. Uh, if you find somebody that darts past you, you can, you know, jump behind them and maybe go eighty five or ninety. <laughs> yeah. uh, but there wasn't really for a Monday. There weren't as many people on the road either. Man, I need to know when this kind of driving fatigue is going to hit me. Yeah. So that I can go ahead and get all the road trips through. Because if three hours turns into a long trip, now I'm in trouble. Really? Yeah. Are you, do I, you plan on doing like some long... I mean, you just admitted yesterday, which is incredible, uh, that you shop at the... Uh, what did we call it? The thrift store? The, yeah, the souvenir shop. Souvenir, <laughs> souvenir shop. At Cracker at, Barrel. At Cracker Barrel. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I mean, that, that's somebody that's, you know... Got to be north of 72. Oh, come on. That. Come on. They have good stuff in there, especially if you're shopping for parents or grandparents. No, they don't. All that stuff's from China, and it's cheap and <laughs> garbage. Yeah, but it's fashionable. It, it's got some style for the older folks. Nobody ever said when walking through the Cracker Barrel souvenir shop, this has style, and it's fashionable. Oh, come on. Have you seen the rocking chairs? The rocking chairs are quality. You mean that, like the big one, like the for, one for adults or small ones? The, the, the big one. What do you mean the small one? The ones that are sitting outside the store. Oh, that, I don't that really. Are for sale. I mean, I haven't been in. I don't remember. Maybe twelve years. I, maybe I've been once. Oh come on, let's do a remote from Cracker Barrel. They wouldn't pay us. They don't have to. Their business model's brilliant. Mm, that's a good point. We can I mean, do it for free. Let's just have fun. No, nah, I don't want to you know? do it for free. You can sit I, don't, up. I don't believe in that. <laughs> just sit up front, play some checkers, have some conversations. I'll do something for free for a charity, um, but Cracker Barrel isn't a charity. They make <laughs> yeah. money. But the, and they I mean, have, there's people lined up. I don't even know what time they open, obviously. I have a life, but I mean, 7.05, <laughs> I figure they open by Got, now. Gotta be. Yeah, so they may yeah. not be 6 a.m., but cause it's a little bit later crowd, a little bit older crowd, although no older doubt. people... You know, can't sleep like me. Um, although I slept like a baby last night. Um, maybe it was because I was back. Maybe it was back. I was back in my on my purple mattress from the Skelly Sleep Store. God wow. be it. I mean, I was gone, man. I don't know what time. I think it was nine seventeen. Out. Woke up once. Went back to sleep and was asleep. I think in like five seconds. And then my alarm went off. Man, that's a... And I didn't know where I was. You know how when you hop three or four nights in a row in different beds? Oh, right. You wake up. Yeah. It's like when you were a kid and you would fall asleep on the couch. Like, where am I? Yeah, so Friday night, you know, I'm at my house in Madison. Saturday, I'm in Starkville. Sunday, I'm in Birmingham. Monday, I'm back. I was like, 
I woke up. I went, where am I? Oh, yeah, I'm here. <laughs> I had but, a dream that uh, me and Nick Saban and I were hanging out. Really? Yeah, in Phoenix, Arizona. No way. Yeah. I wonder if it was like retirement Saban, you know, like taking it easy, not, yeah, it not was. screaming. Oh, okay. He was chill. He was just kind of like a dude. Yeah. That's probably, I wonder what he's like to be around now. I mean, he's still in the program. You know, he's still got his hands yeah, all up in there. Uh, let me let me let me weigh in on that. The Out of Bounds show is powered by the Golden Moon Casino Sportsbook and Lounge. We'll be there Friday. An award winning dancing rabbit golf club. Bet fifty play thirty. Bet fifty play dancing rabbit golf club for thirty bucks. You know, I've all I've asked that question on the air because it's intriguing to me. How difficult is it to decompress after serving as president of the United States, regardless if you like the guy or not, okay? whether they've been there four years or eight years. Just the pressure of the job. Um, I mean, this president currently may be a little bit different just because of um, his mental state. But if you if you go through and you think about everything that you've got to um, work through, the challenges, the daily grind, everybody's coming at you, and so on. Right. I've always wondered when they go and get on the helicopter, and the world changes for you. You're not in the White House anymore. You don't have, you know, 120 people catering to you. They leave you with two bodyguards. And you go from two to, from from whatever it was, 50 to two. And you get on Air Force One or Air Force Two, whatever it is. And you fly back to whatever, either hometown or whatever, wherever you've, you've, you want to live. Yeah. What is that, what is it like to decompress from the weight on your shoulders. And I think about Saban, you know, and like he's waking up this morning. He doesn't have to be anywhere. Not saying he doesn't have a meeting. I guess he has to be on or either his CPA firm has to be on. What is automo, uh, you know, automobile dealership empire is doing among other things. Right. And I mean, yeah, he's going to take some calls and figure out what network he's going to go call a ball for. But can you imagine going from his schedule to a, even just a little bit lighter? Not that he won't be an active man, because I think he will be. Oh, yeah. He's not going to just sit on the in the recliner. That's not his deal. And I, I it's not what I'd want to do either. No. But, but and he'll give speech, you know, he'll be involved, charity speeches, broadcasting, businesses. But still. It's got to be a huge difference. I mean, Tom Deanhart profiled him several years ago and basically shadowed him. Dude, it was down to the... I mean, it was 15 minutes, 15 minutes, 15 minutes. I mean, meeting, 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 meeting. Some people would say it was overboard. Steve Spurrier would. But anyway. <laughs> uh, the Ag Up Equipment text line, 601-885-3776. Big board coming up next. We are the Out of Bounds Show. I'm your host, Bo Bounds. Good morning. Welcome in. Got a good show. Mike Natilier at 8.30 and a surprise guest at 9.30. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. 
And that is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and, not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Board. What's on the big board? All right, Stephen Schott, the uh, the crazy baseball guy who went to Virginia, is going to join us at 9.30. You know, he was a crazy man on the field. He's a crazy man off the field. Virginia's a heck of a program. Won a national title. Mississippi State had to go up there and win a Super Regional in 2013 just to get to Omaha. That was when was it Brian O'Connor and them were coming off a national championship. Uh, and uh, and swept them, beat them game one and game two. That UVA team was supposed to light people on fire. I think people forget that. You know, Cohen would eventually lead Mississippi State to the national championship series against UCLA. You had to go to, through UVA at UVA. Uh, I mean, that's a program that's lived in the CWS and Super Regionals. Um. Yeah, they beat Ole Miss. I think it was the year before that, 2012, in the Super. Oh, did they in, in Oxford? Because I was I was at the series. Drew Pomerantz pitched Game One for Ole Miss. We won Game One, lost Game Two, but there was enough rest for Pomerantz to pitch Game Three. Everybody was booking their tickets to Omaha. Oh, uh, and then dropped Game Three against Virginia. So they've always been stout. And he's also his name on Twitter is Big Donkey Forty Seven. He's the man. <laughs> when it he's comes, a wild man. When it comes to baseball Twitter, he's you know, all over it. Yeah. And so, hey, we're gung-ho with MSU and Ole Miss in this state. And then you look at who's on our border. Whew. Serious. So, um, yeah. LSU. Ooh. LSU Tigers. What a... That was kind of a dominating run, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, they've been kind of good at sports recently, wouldn't you say? I mean, they've lucked out on transfers, too. Jeez. Joe lucked Bur- out? Wow. Well, I mean, uh, I'd like to hear from our <laughs> listeners on the Ag Up Equipment text line, 601-885-3776. Jason says that LSU has lucked out on their transfers. All right. I mean, how many other teams have had two transfer Heismans? It's not... <laughs> that doesn't happen often. No. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, and then you had Paul... So you're saying Joe Burrow worked out? The, yeah, he kind of worked out. Paul Skeens kind of worked out. Jaden Daniels kind of worked out. Paul Skeens, man. And then even if He you, looks like he's 32. He does. He does look like he's... He's got a terrible stash like you oh, do. Oh, no. Yeah. I was just about to say how awesome it is. I, I think it's terrible, but he's dating that good-looking... What? What is she, a gymnast? Yeah, li, uh, Livy Dunn, I okay. think her name is. She's made an absolute fortune in NIL. No doubt. I'm telling you, the ladies love the stash. Once you get a, a hearty stash I think, like that... I think she likes the fact that he's um, the number one pick in the draft and throws 99. And going to make millions. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you already made millions. 
Yeah, but I don't know what that guarantee was. Seven million. Yeah. Geez. So he even put. I mean, even though she's made whatever she's made, two, three, he said, uh, "Check just got wired to the bank. We can go to the Bahamas. It's crazy. Well, actually, they can go to like wherever. I mean, he'll get a he'll get a game check, but she gets a check from posting on Instagram. I know. Like that's the Isn't crazy, that awesome. That's the insane thing nowadays. It's, you don't have to play a single pitch and get paid three hundred fifty thousand for posting a picture with a. A yoo on Instagram. A yoo <laughs> Have you ever drank a yoo I drank a yoo two days ago. Did you? I did. That sounds terrible. I went uh, whenever. So we had the popcorn on Friday. And was that Friday? I, yeah, that was Friday. Okay. Popcorn was Friday. And then I went to that same store and got the yoo because they have canned Gatorade and, and canned yoo also. There's some stuff that tastes better in a can. But then I think beer tastes better in a bottle. Do you? I do. Like a Michelob or a Stella in a bottle? Mm-hmm. I mean, Stella is only bottle, right? No, they have cans. Oh, they have cans? Yeah. I had one at, uh, well, I don't know where I was. Just recently. Where was I? God, I've been a lot of places. I can't remember. Uh, where was I? I had a Stella. Somebody got it for me, or I was I was at a bar. It's too many. Anyway, we are the Out of Bounds Show, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Uh, The big board this morning is brought to you by Independent Roofing Systems. Done right the first time for over 40 years. Independent Roofing Systems, number one commercial industrial roofing company in Mississippi, roofing.ms. Ohio State and A&M are crushing it in the portal. They are. I mean, we talked about head coaches that that might get their first national championship. Ryan Day is making a push. Ryan Day is making a push. Caleb Downs, among others. They're already gonna be they were already gonna be really, 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 really good on defense. Oh yeah. Now I don't know how good they're gonna be. Like, are they gonna be Georgia from a couple of years ago good? Ooh. I think it's something to think about. That's a <laughs> those are some big shoes, but I mean, with the players they're bringing in. And they already had a good running back, and then you bring in Quinchon. Yeah, so both of those guys will be able to just run over people. Yeah. And get rest and then run over people. You know the drill. Because uh, those are high-level guys. Mm-hmm. Not There's a lot of good running backs, and that's kind of a dime a dozen. But then you got the dudes that are that, that one step, that one tier up. And let me look at A&M real quick. Their schedule. Um, Notre Dame, McNeese State, at Florida. Early. Okay. Bowling Green. God, they're still doing the Arkansas thing at Cowboy Stadium. Missouri. Yeah, Missouri's good. I don't know if they'll sustain, but we'll see. By at Mississippi State. LSU at home? Not at, at South Carolina, they just lost their best assistant coach. Shane Beamer's going to get fired. And not that that had... I mean, that's that wasn't the the last straw. Yeah. Uh, New Mexico State at Auburn, Texas at home. We get the A&M-Texas rivalry back. That's not a bad schedule for Elko. It's really... I mean, look, there's some tough, but that that's pretty... I thought Ole Miss had a cakewalk. 
That is very manageable. <laughs> yeah, definitely. It is, man. It's uh, with Elko, who's an adult and a good coach. They could go nine and three. Maybe they make it go ten and two. There was no Bama in there, right? There's no Bama. Wow. LSU's at home. Yeah, that's a pretty good pool. Yeah. Yeah. That's the big one for Ole Miss, LSU away. That's yeah. That's the kicker there. Mm. I mean, but Georgia at home, like I said, cakewalk. It replaced Vandy away for Georgia at home. But I, I mean, that's just a natural. <laughs> that's like a layup. Yeah. It's like uh, Kobe Bryant. Shooting a layup. Or me me shooting a layup. Same thing. Yeah, but you could break your nose because you <laughs> shoved that thing right up under the goal. Right. Uh, and, it, and it hits. Yeah. It hits either the bottom of the backboard or bottom rim. the rim that's in between the rim and the and the backboard. Boom. Right. I know you've done that before. Nah, I'm not going to Because you're kind that. of a shot put guy. <laughs> we all grew up with shot put guy in basketball. Of and, course. And I see you as a... Yeah, when you're shooting a three, you get very squatty. Bend, mm. you know, bend the knees way too much and shot put that thing up. You just, I mean, almost put it under your chin. You you look like a 1A sh- uh, point guard, shooting shot guard? put guy in track. I did do shot put That's in 2A. It. Is that what it's called when you put the metal ball underneath your cheek, underneath your uh, jawbone? Yeah, that's shot put. That is you. Yeah, I did that in high school. I found... Did you really? I did. I went against Sadiq. (laughs) Sadiq was at the same meet. Okay. (laughs) I I just... You know, we were taught... Yeah, I mean, you're an overachieving grunt, kind of outside linebacker, strong safety. Could have played maybe left guard. Well, I don't know if you had quite enough weight. But you're, you're the shot put guy in high school. That is so awesome. I was... All right, SEC Insider Hit coming up next. Mike Dettelier at 8.30. Insider Hit. And it's presented by Blue Cross Blue Shield of Mississippi. It's good to be blue. Interesting topic this morning. Should kicking be abolished from football? Let it rip. On the Ag Up Equipment, John Deere Tractor Text Line, 601-885-3776. Want to say good morning, welcome in to you. We are the Out of Bounds Show. ESPN 105.9 The Zone. I am your host, Bo Bounds. We want to thank you for going to Spotify or Apple Podcast. Searching Out of Bounds with Bow Bounds. We've, uh, well, we've got a lot of content on there. Including, including uh, Eric Moltz, who played at Mississippi State with the Buffalo Bills. He was great last week. What day did we have Eric on? Eric, I don't remember. I think Eric was, was he Friday. Was he Eric, Friday Eric was or Friday. Thursday? Yeah, he was Friday because we had Ross Tucker at 7.30 on Friday talking the best food and press boxes across the NFL. He was funny. Which was hilarious. Uh, I can't imagine using mac and cheese as a topping. That's a, He said he does a bed of pulled pork barbecue and then tops it off with mac and cheese. So that was a hoot at 730. Speaking of mac and cheese, two brothers smoked meats. 
in the Cotton District in Starville. Some of the best in the state. Go ahead. And then uh, Eric Molds talking about, one, Charles Woodson being from Mississippi. Who Did knew? we confirm that? Uh, we did. Yeah. Picayune? Is mm-hmm. that what he said? He yeah, spent Pic- like a minute there? He said Picayune until he was 10 years old. And then he moved. Okay. Yeah. So okay. I no idea. Uh, but then just him talking about, you know, playing in Buffalo, them practicing outside so that they're, oh, you know, getting man. used to the weather. Man. Yikes. No, no, no. I mean, I can walk outside in really cold weather, even, you know, take one of my walks, but I don't want to, like, practice football in Buffalo. No. But then you have those coaches that are like, this is football weather. Absolutely. And they they get so hyped about it, especially when it's raining. Mike Leach always wanted to practice outside. Mm. Joe Moorhead, if there was one drop of rain, inside, boys. No wonder that program went soft so fast. I remember in fourth... Like, fourth, fifth, and sixth grade, if it was raining too hard, well, we would practice outside in the rain anyways. But sure. if it was raining too hard, we would go to the gym at Old Town Middle School and pra- and practice indoors with our cleats off and do, like, walkthroughs. We would oh, still practice. That's awesome. So, if, I mean... This was in middle school? This was fourth, fifth, and sixth grade. Yeah. This well, is, like, before middle school. That's awesome. But we were also the team to beat. Eight no champions in fourth oh, grade. Oh, were you really? By the way, starting tight end. Don't mean to brag. You were eight no in fifth grade. Yeah, we were. We were the champs. Wow. We, we played the uh, the championship game at at MRA actually. I bet it was packed, and it it kind of probably was. couldn't even get a parking spot. No, I, I know how bad you want a hot dog at a football game. Couldn't probably get a hot dog. No, I mean probably trumped MRA hosting prep and JA and Deion Sanders team. You know, on a Friday night. Oh, definitely bigger than the uh, MRA Oak Grove game. 100%. Yeah. Even even though Hattiesburg can hold thousands of people. So Pop Warner, or whatever it's called at that level, fifth grade, you went 8-0? No? Uh, fourth grade, we went 8-0. Oh, no. I'm sorry. Fifth grade, we went undefeated until the championship and lost. Uh, and then sixth grade, we did the same thing, undefeated until the championship and lost. All you need is two kids, you know? To, at that level, you need two kids that nobody can tackle. Right. And you win. Right. Uh, that's, that's like in, in high school, we played against Don Ragsdale, who played at Pisgah. Right. We had a good defense. He ran for 500 yards. Five, Did he really? Five touchdowns. That's awesome. <laughs> he was throwing our biggest players. Like uh, running through y'all like hot butter. Oh, I'm telling you. Mm. So demoralizing, too, because at the time, we were like... What do you average, like 15 yards a carry? More. <laughs> had to be more. Because he was returning punts, too. He, I think he might have been their punter also. That's awesome. Because just in case he sees a hole. Right. Zip. <laughs> hey, yeah, that's when the coach grabs him before. He, look, here's the deal. We don't really want to punt. If there's any kind of crease, run it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I know you You had to have that player in high school, either in basketball. Because basketball is probably the same thing in high school. I mean, if you got a kid who's better than everybody else, just let him shoot. Yeah, or I'm get him in the post. Think of who that would have been. It's not jumping out at me, but let me. That was a long time ago. Let me think about like a dominant player, like you're talking about. Um, I'd have to think through that. I can't think of anybody that was dominating. Some good players, but okay. The Out of Bounds Show is brought to you by Blue Cross Blue Shield of Mississippi. It's going to be Blue, the official healthcare provider of the Out of Bounds Show. Blue Cross Blue Shield of Mississippi. It is good to be blue. Good morning. Welcome in again. Thanks for going to Apple podcast 
and or Spotify and searching Out of Bounds with Bo Bounds, hitting the podcast. We would love for you to hit the subscribe button. Um, you know, if you want to give us a five-star rating, Jason would be happy. He spends a lot of time on that. And um, it's awesome. So we're on Spotify and we're on Apple Podcasts. Search Out of Bounds with Bo Bounds. Um, I just read an article this morning and wasted uh, three or four minutes of my life. I'll never get back. And it was uh, Joe Moorhead to the NFL as a coordinator, possibly. Man, Bruce Feldman <laughs> will shill for some coaches. And so the title of the article is, it should be what the hell is going on, but why Akron coach Joe Moorhead shouldn't be overlooked in the NFL coordinator carousel. Now, he ties it into the fact that Joe Brady did such a great job uh, with the Buffalo Bills after they fired Ken Dorsey, who was a former quarterback for the Miami Hurricanes. And, of course, Joe Brady comes on the scene, and we all lost our minds when Ed Ogeron stole him from Sean Payton's staff as Brady, I think, jumped up on a whiteboard during some kind of coach's tutorial. I don't even think it was an official clinic, but it could have been. And all of a sudden, Brady lands on the LSU team, Joe Brady and Joe Burrow, along with two first-round NFL wide receivers and many other pieces, uh, roll out the most prolific offense in the history of of college football. And Joe Brady was RPO this, RPO that, RPO this. So Bruce Feldman decided to give Joe Moorhead, not Joe Brady, he decided to give Joe Moorhead the label of are you ready? I hope you're holding on. <laughs> I mean, some of you, <laughs> I don't want you to have to go home and start all over this morning. Get back in bed, get back up, shower, whatever. Do your little, you know, rain dance that you do to deal with all the crazy people you do at work. But are you ready? Bruce Feldman labeled Joe Moorhead the godfather of the RPO. Holy oh, Mary Olsab. <laughs> Amazing. How do state fans feel about that? That's my main question. You know, I, I I think I can see why Bruce Feldman probably loves Joe Moorhead because Joe was so damn likable as a guy. You know, he was gullible. Um, he was uh, really, really kind. You know, I spent the whole day with him in New Orleans one day friend of mine had a suite in, at the Saints game, and he called me and asked me if I wanted to go. Uh, yes. So I threw little man in the car. We went down and watched him play. Well, I guess at some point he was like, hey, Moorhead's going to be with me. So come over to the Ritz-Carlton and have a Bloody Mary before the game. Okay. So we were staying at the Roosevelt. As you know, it's just a little 100-yard walk through the back. Go over there. Moorhead's there. He's literally talking to everybody, every Pittsburgh Steeler in the lobby. Just a nice guy. <laughs> Shaking I mean, hands. Joe, Joe's a guy who who runs a kind of, he reminds you of a guy who, who runs a local construction company. Super nice, has a good business, doesn't miss church, you know, coaches fifth grade Pop Warner football. Yeah, remembers your kids' names yeah. and, and what they're doing. Yeah, that that I mean, Joe is a nice, nice guy. So I walked up to my friend and I said, uh, well, I guess we'll be with, you know, this was like an hour and a half before the game. And then we spent, I don't know how long at the dome. So you ended up spending like six hours with him. 
And I sat with him for a little while. The nicest guy in the world. The suite next to us, I don't know how this had happened. The suite next to us, because Pittsburgh travels like no one else. Mm, yeah. Pittsburgh, 49ers. There's a couple others, okay? But Blue Bloods, I mean, I know San Fran was later and out west, but they're still, man, you know, they've won. Oh, With yeah. Walsh and Montana, <laughs> yes. and even with Seifert and Young. So, so the point is, and hell, Harbaugh took them to the Super Bowl, right? I guess other Harbaugh. So, I mean, they've had success. And now people think they could win it or the Ravens, whatever. But the bottom line is, the suite to our left is full of Pittsburgh Steelers fans. Well, Joe starts high-fiving them. And I mean, because, you know, there, there's a when you go out into the seats, you can, in some of them, you oh, can... cross over. Yeah. Right, right. And so, I mean, Joe's going crazy. And this is Roethlisberger versus Breeze. It's, so a, it's an insane big, game. Yeah. I think it was like 36, 35, or 38, 35. It's the best NFL game I've ever been to. Wow. Including the Monday night when, when Reggie Bush took two back and almost took three. Okay? And and Joe's just going nuts with these. And they're like, yeah, I'm from, I'm from Pittsburgh, Easter. Blah, blah. You know, I mean, they're, they're naming all these neighborhoods and all this stuff. And I'm like, Dan Mullen would never do that. Hugh Freeze would never do that. Jackie Sherrill would never do that. Lane Kiffin damn sure wouldn't no, do that. Lane Kiffin. You know, uh, Lane doesn't want to be in, a, in an area with more than, you know, one person. Um, you know, Nick Saban would never sit up in a suite and high five the guys next to him, right? And Moorhead's going crazy. So he he still had a very childlike approach to life, which is good. Um, but the guy that I was with leaned, like he leaned in. I don't know if it was at the hotel or he went, uh, and the, and they had become. He went. I don't think he's gonna make it. I went. My God, it's early. Whoa. I said, what? <laughs> you know, and he, he knows who, you know, obviously we're friends. He knows what I do. And so that's a little bit of intel, right? Yeah. And I'm like, why? He goes, I, I don't, I don't think he's got the, I don't think he's got the stuff to, to run, to run the thing A to Z. And it was right then. And th- I couldn't come on the air the next Monday and go, okay, it's not going to work. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, you know, inside info dabbled a little bit. And then later I called him and asked him, you know, put the, screws to him i was like why do you think that you know tell me that's what we do in our business right we talk to people outside the show why do you think that no no no. tell me i need more than that i don't need a message board post why do you think that and you know things started to uh but he's a super nice dude i mean hey he's at akron it's one of the worst programs in the country i don't know why he took the job he was he so badly wanted a head coaching job Morehead so badly wanted to prove because I don't think he thought he was getting fired when he when he walked in with Cohen after the uh, was it the Music City Bowl, Jason, where they they lost a did they lose to Louisville? I think it was. Anyway, um, like the highlight of the game was Willie Gay stripped a, a a ball away from either a running back or a quarterback on the first few plays of the game, and State recovered and went up, and then Louisville outscored him like thirty four to seven the rest of the game. Yeah, it was the the loss in twenty twenty January third the thirty eight twenty eight okay loss to Louisville okay Music City yeah so more so I wake up to that article this morning Bruce Feldman writes an article about Joe Moorhead going to the NFL as a coordinator I mean are we in La La Land Here's something else <laughs> that I want to talk about Good morning welcome in we are the Out of Bounds Show I'm your host Bo Bounds We'll have Mike Detillier. WWL Radio TV, New Orleans. Mike Dettelier at 8.30. And at 9.30, we've got Stephen Schock. 
former UVA baseball player, he gave up the home run to Tanner Allen. I think he did. Okay. Um, he has he's he's self-deprecating times a million as far as some I mean, but he was a pitcher and brought in in relief. You're going to you're going to have he recognizes you're going to have these unbelievable moments and then you're going to have these moments where I mean, hello, you get you get brought in all the time when it's 65 Five four seven six, you're going to get your you know what tattooed, and you're going to be the guy on the mound that that gives up the walk off, whether it's a single, double, or a homer. But uh, Stephen Shock UVA, what's his what's his handle or what's his nickname? His well, his nickname and his handle on Twitter is Big Donkey Forty Seven. Big a- <laughs> Donkey Forty Seven from Virginia. Are they the Cavaliers? They are. They I'll are. Be dang, they yeah. are. And he's in uh, he's in North Carolina now. He was in Delaware. Ooh. He was he was coaching a high school team up there. Joe Biden country. Yeah, that is. Uh, I've never been to Delaware. I don't think I drove through Delaware on the way to DC. I don't think that would have I've driven up and by anyway, go ahead. I drove from New York when I was driving back all the way down here. Okay. We drove over the Delaware Bridge. Oh, was that did and that so, change your life? Well, I mean it it is pretty cool because that's the Delaware River, the picture of George Washington standing up on the boat. Absolutely. I remember it. Super sweet. Yeah. Uh the Bridge itself. I don't think gave the bridge was there when he was there. Yeah, well, no. But I think he was. <laughs> yeah. You know, he did get a good portrait there. Yeah. Uh, but and then now he's in North Carolina, and you know, I was talking to him about you know what he's doing now. Where and is he? Do you know? He is. Uh, he said he's close to the coast because he's working at D one there. Winston Salem. Because he wanted to do uh, baseball and the beach, and I was like, this guy has his head on straight. Wow. <laughs> he's teaching baseball, and he's close to the beach. That's a wow. Pretty good call. Yeah, you need you need to be in an affluent area if you're going to do any kind of lessons in life. Oh yeah, you know, tennis, baseball, softball. Got to drive up that hourly rate. Mm-hmm. Can't do it for fifty dollars an hour. No, it's got to be it's got to be a hundred. Like if Jake Mangum ever came back here, I don't know if he would be interested at all in doing this. I would just I'd just hang a shingle, and I'd be like, it's three hundred an hour. I'm the hit king, and then I'd just sit down. And then I'd wait for the next ad to walk in. Oh. How much is it? Three hundred an hour. Done. No doubt. My my buddy that work played- less, more money, right? Because right now, you know, if you're grinding for eighty or ninety bucks an hour, given let or forty or fifty, I don't even know what it, the going rate is now in Madison, Rankin County. There's enough gung ho dads and moms out there to lose their minds, and I think you can get some cheddar. Yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, if I'm Mangum, I just boom. I'm 300 bucks. Well, I don't want to pay. I'm 300. I'm Jake Mangum. I can work four hours a day. That's not bad, right? 1,200 bucks times five. It's pretty solid. 4.33. What is that? 260,000. That's pretty good. Yeah. I'd say, I'd say that's, uh, you know, you don't have to practice law or do surgery or be no. a nurse anesthetist or anything. And yeah, you're, you'll be just fine. I, I, I don't want to do any of those things you just said. <laughs> I mean, my buddy played. Uh, I mean, I'll I'm, pay people to help me if I need something. Well, of course. Like my knee. Yeah, of course. But my, my buddy played tennis for Mississippi State and he does lessons around town. And I can't believe the kind of money that people pay hourly for tennis lessons. Good for him. But I, I mean, but he's charge more. Yeah, but but he was like number one in the state from the time he was five years old to when he graduated. No, he wasn't. He, I'm telling you, he just won, made that up. No, he won. Uh, let's ask our listeners. Did Jason just make that up? I'm all right. <laughs> Ag up equipment text line 601 
885-3776. Is Jason basically claiming that everybody he grew up with was awesome at athletics? <laughs> I, I'd, I'd like to know. 601-885-3776. Sorry, go ahead. No, he. but he was. Look up, look up Stedman Strickland, Mississippi High School Tennis or whatever you want. Uh, I mean, he won... I, high school tennis, he said, was a cakewalk for him. He was winning. He won like six state championships from seventh grade to senior year. Oh, but is that good? I, I, I mean, <laughs> he's like the Bill Russell of high school tennis. Wow, <laughs> like, that's pretty wild. Okay, you know that, I, that's a pretty that's a pretty good trophy case. Uh, Speaking definitely. of tennis, did you hear about Nuno Borgi? Yeah, um, huge. Played at Mississippi State. Got to the second week of the Australian Open. He was an All-American at MSU. Played for the national title a few years ago. He, he was a singles and doubles maniac. And he held his own against the number three in the world. I know, man. I saw Six Pack speak. Um, my buddy Steven was really monitoring it. He loves tennis. And uh, Wendy's mom loves tennis. So when we started, mon- I don't know when it was, last Thursday or Friday, I said, you know, you got to jump on board the uh, Nuno Borgi. Um, bandwagon first Portuguese or player from Portugal mm-hmm. to make it to the second week of the Australian Open. Yeah, that's kind of cool. Sweet sixteen, pretty crazy. Yeah, and I mean Hale State alum too. That's and wild. Hale State alum. Yeah, I mean I I saw him play in person. He's nasty. Did you really? Yeah, because uh, that's when my buddy was on the Mississippi State tennis team. They, they won the SEC championship, I think it was 2019. I saw that. I didn't even know when I was looking at Nuno when I got, I guess, the start was Saturday afternoon. Um, I was looking through his bio, and he was on an SEC championship team. This this league is loaded in tennis. Yes. Georgia. I mean, Mississippi State lost Andy Jackson to Florida, like back in, Jason, 93. Jeremy Foley. Comes in before we even were talking about Jeremy Foley hiring Billy Donovan in '97, right? right? Hiring Urban Meyer in oh whatever that was six and Dan Mullen. Um, Foley comes and gets. I think his name was Andy Jackson. Dude was rolling in the late '80s, early '90s, and then they lost their way for a little while. And then Ole Miss got good at tennis, and then you know it kind of goes in cycles. But they they've been good at times, both men's and women's. So your buddy played with Nuno Borgi? He did, yeah. He uh, And there's also a guy, his name is uh, Gio. Uh, that's a cool maybe name. Maybe last name Armani. He's Italian. He plays... Okay, now that's a cool name. Yeah, he, he plays... Is he good looking? Uh, he is. I mean, he's super cool, too. Okay, so if that guy walks into Milan today and, and order... Or Bravo, and he's good looking and ripped like a tennis player and orders an Aperol Spritz... He's not going to have a problem. No, okay. not at all. That he was, he could get any lady if he wanted to. I think his last name. Go was, to local four sixty three tonight about seven thirty. Ooh, tell a they'll be clawing at him. Tell a forty plus year old woman that may have to that's call your the name. cops. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. I mean, how many how many Madison ladies Jackson ranking will be in there with the with the hopefully the Tito's vodka martinis? Yeah, again, if I was him, I'd just walk in with my shirt off. <laughs> Catch him on a ladies' night. Absolutely, <laughs> that's perfect. Derek doesn't care. No, I mean as long as you're tipping. Yeah, as long as you're spending money. If if you're buying the fillet or the bone in, and you're leaving twenty percent, 
Yeah. You can wear whatever you want. Yeah, you darn right. <laughs> we just went totally off the rails. We really did. But I'm having fun over here. Well, I, I went into football and Joe, we went from Joe Moorhead as the <laughs> godfather of RPO to some tennis guy from Italy hitting on women at local 463. I just need to know, can any other show do that? Well, it's it's funny, and it'll all wrap back around here because you mentioned that the article says he's the godfather of the RPO. Nick on the text line, who never misses, says, Godfather, question mark, he's not even Fredo. Wow. <laughs> excellent, excellent segue back around. I know, I know. You know, the difference was Matt Luke left a, like Rocky Felker, and there's something to this. Jackie Sherrill talked about it. Matt Luke left a super healthy roster for Lane Kiffin. Joe Moorhead left a disaster for Mike Leach. Yeah. And so where Mike wasn't, you know, good at recruiting or staffing, only a handful of guys in the country could have won seven games in year two with that mess, much less nine games in year three. It's just that unbelievable double-edged sword of what we always talk about with our programs and and with our teams. Um, And that's just, that's how it all happened. But yeah, I spent the day with Joe Moorhead at the Saints game, and he's high-fiving Pittsburgh Steelers fans. Like a kid. And there's something cool to that. And then a lot of people would look at it and go, I want my coach a little more, you know, whatever. He is a hell of a nice guy. That's why I can see Bruce Feldman is able to get whatever he wants from him. So he writes a great article about him, about NFL teams being interested. No doubt. Can can Joe coach football? Yes. Especially as an OC? No doubt. He took the Akron job. You know, they'd won two games in three years. Went prior to his arrival. That's setting you up. And their last name's The Zips. That's setting you up for failure. The Out of Bounds (laughs) Show is driven by your next Ford F-150 truck. Mack Hike Ford, I-55 North in Jackson. Are you in the market for Ford F-150 truck, pre-owned or new? Go see my guys. Mack Hike Ford, I-55 North in Jackson.